Hello, and welcome to the Book Marketing Simplified Podcast. I'm Jen Hansen DePaula. I'm Marcus DePaula, and we are having a great time seeing all the reels you all are making and yes. tagging us in. And we still have more to talk about when it comes to reels. I know that it's something that I have been confused with. We wanted to talk about the difference between reels and Instagram stories. Yes, I think that because Instagram has so many different features, they call them a creative toolbox. Mm -hmm. Basically, there's Instagram Live, there's IGTV, there's stories, and there are reels. And we kind of tend to think they all have the same purpose, but they actually don't. Each feature has a special purpose that works best within Instagram. And today I thought it would be a great time to kind of distinguish what reels are best for and what stories are best for. That's a great idea because I see a lot of people focusing just on stories. I see a lot of people focusing just on the regular feed posts. And then now a lot of people are focusing on reels. So finding that balance between all the different types and knowing how to get the most out of them to reach your audience is very important. Absolutely. And so you know that you're spending your time wisely. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. So the first thing that I wanted to address was stories. And I know a lot of people have really focused a lot on stories, which is a great, great thing. But I want to reiterate that stories don't grow your audience. Mm. Stories are best to help deepen the relationship that you have with your current followers. How's that? Because people who are not following you won't see your stories in their feed. Like if they go to your actual profile, they can click on your stories, but your stories are not going to show up at the top of your feed. Right. That little colored circle around your face only shows up for the people that actually follow you. I hadn't thought about that before. The story is to share things that wouldn't necessarily fit in your feed. Okay. So for example, I don't share pictures of our son Mm -hmm. on our Instagram feed. If I do share something, it will be in stories because it will only last for 24 hours. So since the stories are being used to deepen that connection with people that already follow you, does the actual content of what you're sharing, you said that you don't share posts of our son in feed posts, which makes sense. But other than that... Is there a difference in the type of things you would post in a story compared to the feed posts? And then obviously we're getting to the reels as well. When it comes to having a strategy for your stories, it all centers around how can I make a deeper connection with my readers? And maybe that is sharing more personal things in your stories. Maybe it's going a little deeper into your environment, maybe your writing process. Maybe it's, you know, like taking them around your community. Maybe it's showing them your daily routine. Mm -hmm. It's things that you wouldn't necessarily share in your feed. So really figuring out what is it that I would like to talk about, but I don't necessarily want to make it a feature within my feed. Before we get into the differences of reels and how to use them, one of the things that's similar between them is the ability to use stickers and graphic text on there and GIFs and that sort of thing. And those features that are in the stories and the reels as far as the stickers and the text overlays, those aren't available in the feed posts. No, within the feed. You can't go into Instagram and add stickers and all that overlay stuff. 
some people will put a ton of text in those text boxes and make it really small. So A, it's hard for me to see without my reading glasses, <laughs> but B, how short are the videos? Like how much time do I have to read a whole paragraph of text? Yeah, well, you only have 15 seconds yeah. in a story. And sometimes like when you do have a lot of text, you can hold the image down do to read it. Yeah. But I think a better approach would be to break it up yes. into multiple posts. So if you were to, you know, have just a couple of words or even just a fragment of what you had written and spread it out over the different story frames, so it just kind of flows easily. And honestly, when people see a big chunk of text, they just whiz right on by anyway. Yep, so exactly. breaking it up would make it much more digestible and it's more appealing to people so they'll actually read it. Yes. Another question I have related to how appealing a post can be, using still images versus video, is there any recommendation you have going with one or the other? Video does tend to do better okay. overall. But in my experience, if you have a good mixture of the two, it's really whatever you feel your audience responds to the most. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just easier to create a quick video than right. it is to create a whole graphic. It's really about what do you know that your audience is going to respond to and what do you have time for? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Because yeah. if you're doing a still image, those usually don't work as well if you don't have text on it. So that mm -hmm. means you have to take time to add a text box and stickers and stuff. Whereas if it's a video, you can always add the text. Well, and now you can add captions. So you just have ah. to search like you would for a GIF or for a sticker and you just type in caption and it automatically captions what you're saying. So now let's go to Reels. Mm -hmm. We do have stickers. We do have text overlays in Reels. How long are Reels? Well, Reels can be up to a minute now. Instagram rolls things out slowly. If you don't have 60-second Reels yet, you will eventually. What was it originally? 15 seconds, and it went to 30 seconds, and now it's up to 60, which is in line with what TikTok has. Okay. But you don't necessarily have to fill the whole 15 seconds. Like I created a reel that was, I think, nine seconds. So it's something that you can play with and you have a lot of flexibility within creating the reels. Gotcha. And then another difference as far as the mechanics of the reels is you can actually add a caption just like you do in your normal feed posts. Yes. And I've heard people say that they don't like the sound of their voice speaking <laughs> or they don't feel comfortable talking. That's great because 80% of people watch reels without the sound on. Mm. So having a caption, if there is something that you want to say using text rather than verbally saying it, mm -hmm. you can do that. And so that's another thing that I think some introverted authors might find comforting. And then another big part of Reels is the music. Mm -hmm. Is that something you can actually do also in stories too? or is the... Now you can. Okay. Yes, you can add music. But something to understand is that if you have a business account, mm -hmm. you are a little more limited in the songs that you do have 
available to oh, you. Oh, because you're using it the for legalities. your business. Yes, yeah. exactly. So if you want to have access to a wider range of music, switch to a creator or entrepreneur account. Interesting. And do you still have access to insights and everything oh, else? Oh, yeah, that, you have access okay. to everything. But if you use a scheduling tool like Later uh-huh. or Buffer, it won't automatically post to your Instagram if you have a creator account. It will send you a oh. notification that you just manually publish it. So it still is a huge, huge time saver, but it's not going to automatically post if you have a creator or entrepreneur account. You have to have a business account for it to automatically post. And that could change. They're always updating APIs and oh, stuff. Yeah. But yeah. for now, that's the trade-off that you have to decide if it's worthwhile to have access to more music or not. Yes. <laughs> Everything has trade-offs. Yes. All right, so now that we've talked about the differences in the mechanics of reels compared to stories, let's get into why we would choose to use a reel as opposed to using a story. So reels are the absolute best way right now for you to really grow your audience. Okay. If you're looking to quickly connect with your ideal readers, this is the best way to do it. The beauty of Reels is that, no, you don't need to be on camera all the time. People would respond to seeing you, but you don't necessarily have to be in the Reel. Mm -hmm. Reels are a way for you to expand your reach even more. It's a way that you can just be a bit more creative where you can try new things and reach new people that you wouldn't have probably with just your regular graphic images. So what about the reels itself actually makes it attract new people to your account? Well, mainly because Instagram is putting a bigger push on that. Okay. A great sign for you whenever Instagram rolls out a new feature, Mm -hmm. they're going to put a lot of emphasis behind it. So what does that mean? That means that they will make you more visible if you use these tools. They're more likely to feature a reel that gets a lot of interactions than they are to feature... A static image. A static image or a standard post. Yes. And it doesn't diminish. All content is great. It all works together. You don't have to only use reels now. Right. Use a mixture of the features. But with reels... Because they are so popular and because people consume them like crazy, Mm -hmm. you have a much better chance of getting in front of a new group of ideal readers quickly than you would if you were just to ignore it. I know for me personally, I have been spending more time on Instagram because of reels. It's like crack almost. Like you get hooked in this swipe up motion. It's addictive. (laughs) Yeah, the reels that Instagram shows you, like for you, you watch a lot of dog videos, videos, specifically corgis. (laughs) And so Instagram sees, oh, Marcus loves these corgi videos. We're going to show him more and more and more. The algorithm is very, very smart. And so it tracks what you respond to. So the more time you spend on Reels and the more time you spend engaging with reels and watching reels from people that are your ideal audience, Mm. the more they're going to show up in your feed. Right. And the more you interact with those kinds of reels, 
that feeds Instagram's algorithm to also show your reels to that kind of person as well. And this is where knowing your ideal reader comes in that we harp on so much. It's all connected to that. It all comes back to that. All right. So what is the make it happen moment for this topic? The make it happen moment for this episode is to download our free PDF of 10 real ideas for authors if you have not already. Right. This is going to help give you ideas, but also examples for inspiration for you to use to start creating reels. The minute you start to see the views that you have mm-hmm. and the engagement and your growth, you're going to see why they're so important and why they work. So if you go to the show notes, we'll have a link there, or you can go to mixismedia.com to grab your copy. And for me, just like scrolling through the reels is pretty addictive. I feel like authors will find that making reels will become addictive as well. I know it has for you. Yes, it has. (laughs) And it becomes, you get so much faster at it too. Yeah, I even created two reels today in less than five minutes. Mm. Once you kind of get your role going, it does not take nearly as long as what you think it will. All right, so go download your 10 ideas if you haven't already. Keep tagging us yes. in your posts and your reels to let us see what kind of fun you're having. And we always love hearing from you all. Absolutely. And we will see you next time. Bye.